0: and prophet ministry with pastor ron boyd coming to you from dunbar township Praise the lord everybody this is brother ronnie boyd coming to you again today with the apostle and Prophet ministry and we see that the election has passed now and we're going to have a new president eventually here but uh there's one thing that won't change and that is the fact that jesus christ is coming back again and i believe it's going to be very soon and we need to really be watching blessed is that servant that he finds watching when he comes so We need to look at the Word of God and find out the things that are supposed to happen, and they will happen, whatever the Word of God has said. Uh, So we want to be ready when He comes. So we're going to talk about some of the signs and what to look at here in just a little bit. But first, we're going to have a song here from the Apostle and Prophet Ministry Singers, and then get into the Word of God. So stay tuned today. I believe Jesus Christ is coming soon. And uh, I thought about when he was crucified how that uh, people sort of had a vote there. And they cried out, give us Barabbas. But when he comes back this time, it's not going to be like that. And uh, they're not going to have their say. He's coming back with power. And uh, he's going to put an end to this government of man and what man has done for all these many, many years, and he's going to set up an everlasting kingdom. In fact, he started it about 2,000 years ago at Pentecost, and so Jesus is coming back. We're going to have a song now from the Apostle and Prophet ministry singers, and they're going to be singing about the fact that he's King of Kings and Lord of Lords. at this time we're going to go into a service for us teaching on the signs of the times and what they mean and what we should be looking for. Uh, Some say you talk too much about Acts 238 or this sound doctrine but whenever that you're in a wilderness and you're hearing thousands of voices and they're saying other things then it's good to hear a clear voice once in a while speaking the truth. We're living in the last days and a little earlier in the service we had, uh, today we had uh, sung a song, uh, sang a song about uh, Matthew 24, which uh, called my attention to some things in the Word of God that I'd like to share with you and let you know that it is the last day, and it just makes it more important as you as an individual to pay attention and take heed to the Word of God. The Bible said, We ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard, lest at any time we should let them slip. There in Hebrews, the second chapter. Mm-hmm. For if the word spoken by angels was steadfast, and every transgression and disobedience received a just recompense or reward, He went on to say, How shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation? which first began to be spoken of by the Lord, and then was confirmed unto us by them that heard Him, God also bearing them witness both with diverse signs and and, and gifts of the Holy Ghost. So uh, we find that the Word of God was not only uh, spoken by Jesus, but it was confirmed by them that heard Him. That was the Apostles. And that is why that we continue steadfastly in the Apostles' Doctrine, as it says there in the second chapter of Acts. And uh, I thank God for that. And I know Brother Calvin has been doing a lot of teaching on doctrine. And uh, sometimes people get weary with that, but uh, that's just a sign of the times. Now, we find in the Word of God, in the 21st chapter of the book of Luke, I would like to call your attention there, in verse 25. Luke 21, verse 25. And there shall be signs in the sun, and in the moon, and in the stars, and upon the earth distress of nations with perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring. I've been teaching on this uh, occasionally here recently, trying to get the church in tune uh, and also give them an understanding that they might know what they're looking for. Uh, I can warn the people and say, "You, you better receive the warning, but if they don't understand it, it doesn't do much good. Now, what does this mean? What is Jesus trying to tell his disciples, and not only them, but us? It was confirmed unto us by them that heard him. All right. He said here that there shall be signs in the sun and in the moon. Now, should I begin to watch daily? Should I go out every morning and look at the sun and try to figure, is there anything happening different? Should I go out every night and look at the moon and try to figure out, study the stars? No, I don't believe he was talking about that. I would like to take the Word of God itself and let it interpret itself. We find many people out trying to interpret the Word of God. We find uh, Daniel said in the last days that uh, that would happen that uh be many that would try to establish the vision but why don't we let the word of god interpret the word of god all right we're dealing with the sun the moon and the stars now let's go to the 37th chapter of the book of genesis and start reading at verse 5 and it says this and joseph dreamed a dream and he told it his brethren and they hated him yet the more and he said unto them here i pray you this dream which i have dreamed for behold we were binding sheaves in the field And lo, my sheep arose, and also stood upright. And behold, your sheep stood round about, and made obeisance to my sheep. And his brethren said to him, Shalt thou indeed reign over us? Or shalt thou indeed have dominion over us? And they hated him yet the more for his dreams and for his words. And he dreamed yet another dream, and told it his brethren, and said, Behold, I have dreamed a dream more. And behold the sun and the moon and the 11 stars made obeisance unto me obeisance to me and he told it to his father and to his brethren and his father rebuked him and said unto him what is this dream that thou hast dreamed shall i and thy mother and thy brethren indeed come to bow down ourselves to the earth and his brother envied him because his father Observe the same now we have the Bible giving us an understanding about who the Sun and the moon is the Sun representing Jacob the moon representing the mother alright and uh, the stars representing these brethren or the children of Israel the seed alright so when we come back up to Luke 21 and 25 that gives me a different uh, Outlook on this verse of scripture and there shall be signs in the Sun now when I think about Jacob I think about natural Israel So what I should be looking instead of going out every morning and looking up at the Sun trying to see something I'm going to watch what the scripture is actually defining here and that's natural Israel And the Bible is letting me know in this last day that with Israel. There's going to be many signs And I'll tell you, you have to be blind not to see them if you know anything about history or what's going on right now. And it's in your newspapers day after day, on the news broadcast, the television and everything else. And it's happening all the time. Natural Israel is fulfilling the signs that God had foretold that she would fulfill. She became a nation in 1948 after a terrible, terrible experience. Uh, All those Jews, I believe six million Jews, was uh, destroyed during the period called the Holocaust. And all these things, actually, I don't have the time on this radio broadcast to break it down and go to the Scripture, but it's actually prophesied in the Word of God. The Bible talks about a time of Jacob's trouble. And I don't know how much more trouble you would want to give Jacob whenever you begin to hear the tales of the Holocaust and what Israel, natural Israel, went through. And uh, it was a terrible thing. They became a nation, and they're over there now. Things are happening over there. They're having a dispute. They're occupying territory that they have not occupied in 1900 years or better. And these are signs that I'm supposed to watch for. Now he said, in the moon. Now I look at the moon, the moon representing the mother here. And I find that the scripture teaches me that Jerusalem from above is the mother of us all. Now, again, I don't have the time to go through because that would take me another half hour, hour just to deal with that alone, but uh, you can find it in the Word of God that Jerusalem from above is the mother of us all, and that represents the church. Now, so I'm supposed to look for signs in natural Israel. And I was supposed to look for signs in the church. Now, I'll just give you a couple real quick because Brother Calvin's been dealing with sound doctrine. The Bible said that the time was going to come when they would not endure sound doctrine, but they would turn their ear from the truth and be turned unto fables. Now, I'm looking at the church now. I'm looking at the woman. I'm looking at the moon. And uh, then I find that it's hard to get people out to the house of God if you're preaching truth and sound doctrine. I found out that they want to wander here and wander there. They're stars. They become wandering stars. All right. And uh, so it's hard to get people uh, out and and want to follow the truth anymore. They'll follow a lie. They'll follow a falsehood. You let uh, uh, an evangelist come to town, don't have the truth, but he's flamboyant. And uh, he makes a lot of, uh, um, brags upon himself and makes a lot of promises to the people. They'll run out and just... uh, Be glad to give their money away. And uh, the the Apostle Paul said in one place, they suffer fools gladly. And uh, we find that happening in the land. And uh, these are signs that I see with the church. And I see signs with natural Israel. I also see signs in the nations, perplexity of nations. This is according to the word of God. So there shall be signs in the sun and in the moon. Now that's natural Israel and the church. And in the stars, in other words, supposed to be people of God. And uh, today, I'll tell you what, they'll run after anything. But it's hard to get them to set still and hear the truth. Amen. It's hard to get them to set still and obey sound doctrine. All right. So uh, then we find it's distress of nations with perplexity. Then he went on to say the sea and the waves roaring. Now, should I go to the uh, ocean and and, and, uh, see what's happening there and look for signs there? Should I run through the seas? No, because God has given me an understanding of what that means. And I'm going to take Scripture here and share it with you uh, to back up what I'm saying. Now, over in the book of Revelation, when it began to speak about the harlot system and the false church, that's what it was talking about, and... uh, Mystery Babylon they called it. Not just Babylon, but mystery Babylon and uh, we want to go to the 17th Chapter of the book of revelations of verse 1 and there came one of the seven angels which had the seven vials and talked with me saying unto me Come hither I will show unto thee the judgment of the great whore that setteth upon many waters Now here in the word of God whenever that the church is false you take a a, a a church that is false it's not the real church and in um, other words it is a, a woman a church like I say a woman represented the church but whenever that the a woman went bad you take uh, uh, over in the second chapter I believe it is the book of Revelation it talks about Jezebel and again that was representing a church and he said I gave her space of time to repent for her fornication but she repented not and because she repented not, he said, I'm going to cast her into a bed and them to commit adultery with her into great tribulation. Now, uh, again, liking the woman of the church, the same. But when a church went bad, whenever a group goes bad and they don't obey sound doctrine and they won't obey the truth, then they fall into that category of the harlot or the whore. And uh, I can't, that's just what the Word of God said. I didn't make this up. Now, he said that whore, that False way, false church, false religion, sets upon many waters. Now, what does the waters represent here? Now, that means you're sitting out in the middle of the ocean someplace? No, that's not what it's talking about. It's talking about people. It's talking about people. The waters represent people. And uh, so we find here in the Word of God then that uh, uh, not only going to be signs on the moon and the stars and upon the uh, earth, distress of nations with perplexity, then it went and said the sea and the waves Roaring I would like to go over to 2nd Peter if you'll turn with me in the Word of God to 2nd Peter and uh, Let's see what I want the uh, Second chapter and watch how this reads this is so interesting when you begin to uh, Receive and understand truth now in verse 15 of 2nd Peter 2nd chapter it says we have forsaken the right way "...and are gone astray, following the way of Balaam the son of Boser, who loved the wages of unrighteousness, but was rebuked for his iniquity, the dumbass speaking with man's voice forbade the madness of the prophet." Watch what he says in verse 17. This is so interesting. Talking about these false prophets now. said, "...these are wells without water, clouds that are carried with a tempest, to whom the mist of darkness is reserved forever he calls them here wells without water clouds that are carried with a tempest and the bible said over in ephesians the fourth chapter that we are not to be tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine that was not to be and whenever that the winds of doctrine Begin to blow, and back in the uh, fifth chapter of the book of Jeremiah, about verse th- 13, memory serves me right, we find the Word of God again said that the prophets have become wind. So whenever that these preachers are preaching, and these religions are going forth, if they're not speaking truth, all they are is a wind of doctrine, but it's not God's doctrine. And the Bible said for us not to be tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine. So, we find here that he said, There are wells without water, clouds that are carried with a tempest, to whom is the mist of darkness reserved for ever. For when they speak great swelling words of vanity, they allure through the lust of the flesh, through much wantonness those that were clean escaped. From them who live in air that is why it's so important that we come out to the house of God and set under sound Doctrine because jesus said 15:3 of the gospel of John he said That you are clean through the words that I have spoken All right, so if we're going to be clean, we're going to have to hear good sound teaching and doctrine now they that are clean Will escape them that live in air. How do I keep clean? I keep clean by hearing the truth. And if I'm not hearing the truth, I'm going to be caught up in something and get myself in trouble. Jesus said in another instance, he said, Beware of the leavening of the Pharisees. And this spake he of their doctrine. All right. Now we go over to the book of Jude. You want to turn with me? In the book of Jude, there's only... The one chapter here, and I want to share something with you. And uh, let's start reading in verse 11. He said, Woe unto them, for they have gone in the way of Cain, ran greedily in the air of Balaam for reward, and perished in the gainsaying of Korah. I don't have time again to explain all that, but let's watch this. In verse 12, these are spots in your feast of charity when they feast with you. Feeding themselves without fear. Now watch this. Clouds they are without water. Carried about of winds. That is your doctrines. Trees whose fruit withereth without fruit, twice dead, plucked up by the roots. Now watch this next verse, 13. Raging waves of the sea, foaming out their own shame, wandering stars... To whom is reserved the blackness and darkness forever. Now the Bible is actually explaining, the Word of God is explaining the Word of God. Jesus said there was going to be uh, the seas and the waves roaring. All right, should, like I say, should I go out to the natural sea or the ocean and and look for something? No. No, I see it happening all around. I see these scriptures being fulfilled. We have uprisings among the people, and... uh, that you have this uh, thing that uh, this nation is dealing with today. We can close our eyes to it, but I'll tell you what, we better get our eyes open and we better observe what's going on. Now, in this nation today, we're fighting a war on terrorism and uh, we, we're dealing with terrorists every day. And uh, what is that? That's part of this right here. These other religions and other countries raising up their head, even in our nation, and having their say and crying out and getting multitudes after them and everything else, following them. And these are these raging uh, waves of the sea, raging, and uh, all this is happening all around us. We can close our mind to it for one, but I'll tell you, we better wake up and realize the hour that we're living in. This is what Jesus was telling us. This is what he was warning us about. When we see these things come to pass, when we see these things happening all around us, all these signs of the times, we should be so glad to find a place that teaches sound doctrine. And not all this uh, stuff they have today, easy easy believism, they they call it. All you have to do is just believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and uh, you're saved. I know there's verses that read that way, but, I have to take the whole counsel, I have to preach and teach the whole counsel of God. The Apostle Paul, I did not sung to declare unto you the whole counsel of God. If I just preach part of it, then I am not doing you justice and I'm going to lose my soul because I did not do what God called me to do. He called me to preach the word. Now the Bible said that uh, we was to preach the word and uh, be instant in season. And uh, out of season, reprove and rebuke and exhort with all long-suffering doctrine. This is what the Bible has told us to do. And if I hold back and I don't do my part, then I'm going to be in trouble. Now, even though the Bible said to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, we find that Jesus Christ Himself in the 16th chapter of the book of Mark, He said this, He that believeth, yes, you must believe. He that believeth and... But he put that conjunction in there. He put something with it. I didn't do that. He did that. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. Then there's a lot of churches don't believe in the Holy Ghost. Oh, they say they have the Spirit of God, but they, they don't like talking about the Holy Ghost. And uh, they don't believe it like the Bible said. Uh, they don't believe anything about speaking in tongues as the Spirit gives utterance. But I'm telling you, you don't have the Holy Ghost unless you do speak in tongues according to the Word of God. Amen. Because this is the sign that God gave. And Jesus said, if you're a believer and you believe on me, oh, you say you believe on me. He said, if you're a believer, you believe on me. Then you must believe on me as the Scriptures has said. The 7th chapter of John, verses 37 through 39. You must believe on me as the Scriptures has said. If you believe on me as the Scriptures has said, they said, out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. And this he spake of the Spirit that they believe upon him should receive. For the Holy Ghost, and He even defined it and named it. Many today say, you don't have to have the Holy Ghost. I got the Spirit of Christ when I believed. I'm telling you that there's only one Spirit. I'm telling you that the Spirit of Christ and the Holy Ghost is one and the same. And when you believe on Him as the Scriptures have said, Amen. then you're going to go and get baptized in His name. Amen. That's what He said. Amen. He said, He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. If you believe on him as the scriptures have said, you're going to go and get baptized in his name. If you get baptized in his name, uh, I know that the man's going to tell you uh, the rest of what you must do. <laughs> Amen. And the Bible said uh, in that second chapter of Acts in verse 38 that uh, Peter told them, he said, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. If you do it in faith believing according to the Word of God, you cannot prevent getting the Holy Ghost because that comes with the package. And when you get the Holy Ghost, you're going to speak in tongues as the Spirit of God gives the utterance. See your time's going again. See you next week. Same time, same station with the Apostle and Prophet Ministry. Well, I was lost in
1: a world of sin. me
0: listening to the Apostle and Prophet Ministry with Pastor Ron Boyd, inviting you to join him again next Sunday morning at 830 here at your local station, 590 AM, 101.1 FM, WMBS Uniontown.